welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about your thoughts. Guys, what's up? I hope y'all are doing amazing. I just got back today from a little road trip. My husband and I went up to Idaho to celebrate um, my brother-in-law's graduation. So we went and did some camping at Yellowstone and saw a bunch of waterfalls and buffalo. And uh, we also like paddleboarded on a lake and it was really fun. I love summer. So um, a few things for you guys uh, before we get into it. I wanted to let y'all know that I currently have a few coaching spots open. Um, And for those of you who have asked, what coaching is, is basically, um, it's kind of similar to the podcast, but tailored to you and the things you struggle with. We talk over Skype and you kind of come to me with different things that have been worrying you or bothering you or just areas you want to improve in your life. And I talk it through with you guys. So if you are interested in getting coached, um, I do offer free a first free coaching session. You will, if you're under the age of 18, need permission from your parents. So talk to your parents about it and then come sign up on my site. Spots are limited. So if you're interested, head on over to palmstreet.co to sign up. Also, thank you guys so much for the many sweet reviews this past week you guys said so many sweet things about this podcast it was really hard to pick a review (laughs) so i'm hoping i'll be able to share more of them um but this one is actually anonymous but it was the sweetest thing she wrote this is so cool i just started listening to podcasts and i had no idea what to listen to i was like oh my goodness (laughs) i caught myself thinking about what she said When I was repeating, then I was repeating what she said in my head. As a 13-year-old girl, I am obsessed with this podcast. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you for the feedback. I, it is just so um, reassuring to know that what I'm saying is helping you guys in your lives. So thank you so much. Now, today we are going to talk about your thoughts and your relationship with your brain. Um, Our brains are super important, right? We think thoughts with them that create feelings that we experience in our bodies. Our brains come up with creative ideas. They help us figure out direction in life. Uh, Our brains are always trying to protect us and help us, and they do the very best they can to help us be able to live life as long and safely and best as possible. But our brains are imperfect. And sometimes our brains worry too much. Sometimes our brains create anxiety and depression for us. Sometimes they create a lot of fear or sadness. And maybe you've started listening to this podcast And you love some of these ideas about how to change your thinking, to change your life. But then you listen to this episode and you go back to your day-to-day life and you have a hard time actually changing the way you're thinking and feeling. And you're just getting frustrated that you want to be more confident and positive, but you 
keep slipping back into negative thinking. So when all that happens, when these things happen in your brain, how do you think about it? When your brain is being super negative, do you freak out that you're freaking out? (laughs) Do you judge your brain for the different thoughts you have? Do you start thinking things like, what is wrong with me? Why do I keep thinking this? And I think some of us are even afraid of our brains. We have a relationship with our brain. Our brain thinks all these thoughts, but then we also think thoughts about the thoughts we're thinking, (laughs) which is, I know, very complicated and kind of confusing. But the point is, we have thoughts. And what we think about those thoughts can help us or hurt us. Judgment of your brain does not make things any better. So they've actually done studies on this and on our brains. And what happens when we have a thought that our brains freak out about is our brains will keep rethinking it because they're like, oh my gosh, why is that there? Don't think that. It's kind of like when someone says like, don't think about a pink elephant and your mind automatically wants to picture a pink elephant. (laughs) So when you freak out, you're like, brain, don't think that. I don't want to think that or I don't want to be negative, or whatever it is, what you're doing is you're actually wiring your brain to continue thinking that thought. Whereas when people are able to just notice thoughts, like notice the pink elephant and then let it go and move on to the next thing, then they're able to have some power over their thinking. I heard this analogy once from this app called Headspace. It's a meditating app and they have a lot of different little videos to kind of help you start thinking about your brain and your thoughts in a different way. And it's super helpful. They do charge for the app, but if you're able to just download it and use, you know, the first like free 10 meditating sessions, it helps a lot. But um, one of the analogies they gave that I love is they talk about If you think about a bunch of cars driving on a road and you are seeing all this traffic and you are like in the road, think about like the guy who hangs out outside elementary schools with the neon green glowing vest on and the stop sign and trying to direct traffic. Well, the traffic in your brain is crazy. All these different cars are like all your thoughts and you are there in the road trying to direct all the thoughts and trying to control where they're going and make sure um, the thoughts you don't want to happen don't happen. And that is like super, super stressful. And then the way Headspace kind of compared it is think about sitting on the side of the road instead and just watching the cars go by. Not trying to control any of it, but just watching and noticing the traffic flow. And just being aware of your thoughts instead of trying to control them. Another analogy I kind of like to use is if you think about the ocean and the waves crashing and you're 
in the water under the waves and the waves keep barreling you under. I don't know if y'all have ever been in this experience. My husband loves the beach and they always vacationed and would go surfing and stuff. So he's very comfortable in the ocean. And we went to the beach once and there was this slanted sandbar, like very steep right up next to the ocean with these huge waves crashing right down on the shore. And my husband was just loving it, like swimming out in the waves. And he's like, come on, you should try it. And so I got in and I was like, holy crap, I'm going to die. I kept getting stuck under the waves and sucked back under and didn't have enough time to get up and breathe. And I was like, oh, I'm out of this. And I couldn't get out. Um, so I was like, finally, he helped me get out. And then I went and sat on the shoreline and just watched him and watched the waves. And that was a lot more relaxing and peaceful for me. I enjoyed that a lot more. <laughs> And I think sometimes that's kind of what happens with our brain is we are the person, we're in the water, we're getting stuck under the waves. Every wave is our thoughts crashing down on us and we are just so immersed in the experience of all these like crazy thoughts happening in our brain. Instead of being able to just sit back on the shoreline and watch what's happening happening without really freaking out or worrying and just being super calm about that. So the goal is to get yourself in a place where you have greater thought awareness, being aware of what's happening in your brain. Uh, Journaling, you guys know I'm a big fan of journaling and not like pretty nice journal entries where you write about your whole day, but just writing literally everything out that comes to your mind, just putting it all on paper And then being able to step back and reread your journal and kind of see like, oh, I was thinking all these things. Like, no wonder I haven't felt great today. I had all this stuff going on in my brain. Because the thing is, until you step back and journal, you're kind of in the traffic or the waves of your brain. You're just experiencing it. Journaling, it helps you have a different perspective and really look at your thoughts Uh, Another thing that is super good is meditation. So that's where you maybe give yourself like five minutes, set a timer, close your eyes, and just allow yourself to relax and breathe in and try to just kind of empty your mind and just notice the different thoughts that come up and then let them go away and try to clear your mind again and just noticing different thoughts that pop up. And again, Headspace, great app if you want to practice and learn how to meditate. So as you start getting more awareness about your thoughts, I challenge you guys to get really curious about them. Instead of being so judgmental of yourself and your mind, have compassion towards yourself. Know that it is so normal for brains to want to find problems and be negative and get discouraged and worry and have crazy thoughts. Like that is so normal, you guys. Like that is what brains do. And so instead of judging it, notice it. Be interested in it. Like, that is so interesting. I wonder why my brain is thinking that. And give yourself a little bit of distance from yourself. I think sometimes when we are immersed in our thoughts, we we feel guilt for them. Instead of just being able to recognize you are not your thoughts. You are not your brain. You always have worth and always have value no matter what's happening. I see this a lot with people that struggle with anxiety or depression is 
they have this challenge in their lives and then they're judging themselves and feeling so much shame around it instead of just recognizing like this is something going on in my brain and I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to work through it but it doesn't change how lovable and worthwhile I am and just being able to believe that about yourself and recognize like you are not your brain so much peace in that so lately I personally have been having a lot of drama in my mind I feel like my brain has been being very dramatic and getting frustrated and feeling like things aren't working in my life and normally when that happens and I'm super emotional I would kind of judge myself for it and you know think oh I should be over this I you know this shouldn't be bothering me anymore but instead I kind of just recognized I started looking at my brain like this is just what's going on in my brain and it's okay and having compassion for myself in it I kind of think about our brains sometimes like toddlers And sometimes they like to throw tantrums about things. And, you know, when you watch a toddler throw a tantrum, you can totally see how completely and totally irrational it is. But, you know, you don't, like, hate the toddler because it's crying. It's just like, okay, you know, like, you need a nap. Let's go get you some food and sleep and you'll be fine. And so I want you to treat yourself like this. When your brain is being more negative is being able to just have compassion with yourself and still be like it's okay and recognize like okay my brain's just throwing a tantrum right now we're all good (laughs) um I talk so much to you guys about changing your thoughts so that you can feel better but this being able to accept your thoughts and being able to be aware of them and make peace with them, guys, that is the first step to actually being able to change your thinking. We don't get from A to B. We don't change our thinking by hating ourselves. We get there by having love and compassion for ourselves. That's how we change and grow into that person we want to be, is by loving where we're at right now and just noticing your thoughts and being aware of them, being okay with them, and then you can work on changing them. All right, thanks so much. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.